going to show up there. Now I hear music and my voice. And I see Jack. And he just he's about to walk that way, but he froze part way. And now he's just standing there asking if we're recording or not. It's actually better than that. We're live right now. We're live. And they're in a different land. There we go. They're in the land of the the home of the brave and the land of the free. Busy day. Busy, busy. <laughs> I am not alive. I'm not alive. Really? No, you know, last night. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I saw your tweet. Which one? The F. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm still getting... I'm still haunted. Yeah, okay, yeah. We need more technology, like, horror suspense films. Or, or like, shows. Right, right. I need that stuff. Because that stuff happens, you don't know what to do with it. Uh-huh. Um, but that's not even the reason. Like, that was... What was that, 7 o'clock? This wasn't the worst of my problems. I was like, okay, come... You know what? Bring it. I was like, you know what? Just if you just you might as well show up because I need your help anyway. I need manpower. <laughs> Bring it over. Yeah, I was like, I need manpower anyway. Uh, what happened? You well, needed some heavy well, lifting. Well, no, not yes, but no, not heavy in terms of weight, but heavy in terms of uh, like effort. Because I had a plumbing issue. Oh, those are rough. I had a, I had, I had, I had the kitchen sink drain was clogged. Okay. Um. But what was your first? Uh, okay, I did. I, I, there? I did. I've done. This is a complicated beat that you're playing in the background here. You know that? Okay. okay. It's a lot of like bubbly things going on. That's way better. That's a much better choice right there. Okay. This is... Well, this, see, this is lifting me out of the depths of hell that I've been living in halfway down a drain. I climbed right in there. Did you? Yeah, I went in there. I was like, let me get to the bottom. I almost bought a $250 camera just because I want to see what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those Wait. like uh, hose ones where you snake it in. I just doing, you know, like grown man stuff. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, 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 you're a man. And you have people in your house and... Man, stuff is just going on. Yeah. And you can't not have the sink functioning. The main kitchen sink, you can't. It's got to work 100% of the time. That's why, I hear you. That's why they say everything but the kitchen sink. Uh-huh. Everyone knows about that kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Of course, like a regular civilian. Yeah. The first thing I do is I want to pour some stuff down there. It'll get rid of all that junk. 
just gonna dump some of that stuff in there. Okay, yeah. All your drainals and your all of the different flavors. Oh, all your granules and your gels and your which are dangerous, by the way. Some of those things interact yeah, it's quite and quite toxic. Don't like each other. Yeah. And you're passed out on the volcano. I just I wake up and my eyebrow is split, and it just he inhaled it. The stat. Where am I? Thought I was plumbing. Plumbing. Thought I was just plumbing, man. Where's the drain? Ah. Stat! I'm here! I'm fine! Stop! Clear! I poured everything in there. I poured everything in there. Yeah. I started with the granules. I went with a little bit of hot water. Like, ah, I can rinse it down with the cold water after. I did both. I got everything coming back up. It's spitting at me. Mm. Pissed right off. And I do what any man would do in this situation. I'm going to Home Depot. I'm just going to walk up and down the aisles of Home Depot. <laughs> just showing off. I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to march up and down the aisles as if something's actually happening. As if somehow just by being there, some of the expertise is going to rub off. Yeah. Like maybe in passing, someone who actually knows what they're doing is going to kind of go past me. And then you get the essence of problem solving. I'm going to receive... Because we're all doing projects and 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 we're all grown men, right? Uh-huh. Apparently not. So I poured everything in there. Um what was your next procedure? Well, everything did nothing. Oh, I poured everything in there and everything did nothing. I just had, I just, it, 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 it seemed to be getting worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drano is just like, I don't know if those things are even real. Like, I don't even know if those are real. I don't, I also don't, I have a speculation. Uh, I have a speculation. I have a strong, sneaking speculation. What do you think about that name, by the way? Drano. Drano. <laughs> Dude, when I had a plugged sink, okay, I okay. I went to Home Depot okay. as well. Okay, okay. And you sound like a grown man to me. You know that? Yeah, I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah. And I found uh, Drano. Yeah, is yeah. what you do. Yeah. But there's so many flavors. Yes. There's so many yeah. different types of. And then Drano. on the back, it's like. Uh, the foam will do is good for this. The gel is good for that. But you don't even know what you're clog, clogged with. Yeah. You need to know what's causing yeah. your problem in the first place. Anyway. Did the Drano work for you, by the way? Uh, first time it did. Yeah. The second yeah, time yeah, it yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, a 50 yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I understand you're trying to sell products and stuff. And listen. But I just... For me, I just kept pouring and it just delayed everything. And then I was having to get it all out of there and get the water out of there. And like, look at the graphics, the way they show the graphics. You're so turned on. Yeah. You see these graphics and you're like, holy. Straight through. Holy crap. It's just eating everything. Look at the flow. Yeah. 
Look at the Drano flow. Did a rapper ever use that line? Because they probably should. Yeah. With the Drano flow. Because yeah. that's a different type of flow. Anyway, I poured everything down there. Did you uh, end up there, using the... That pump? max gel right there, I poured an entire jug of that stuff. Yeah? Yeah, that jug is gone. Almost a liter. 900 milliliters. Right down... I think that's what you do, right? You're, you're supposed to pour half. Oh, half? I was like, okay. you know what's better than half? Double. <laughs> Full. That probably stuck it. That probably made it worse. Everything made it worse. Yeah. I just looked at it and got worse. Yeah. I stared at it from across. I started- You aged. I, I started like getting distance from it and just kind of like standing looking at it. I was like, yeah. all right. Just have a little showdown. So I almost bought, I, I, I went, I go back and I'm like, I almost bought a $250 camera. Okay. The type that has a flashlight on it and you send it right in the pipeline. <laughs> you get it right in there. And I was like, damn, this could be a cool little gadget. I should make a, a YouTube short, a TikToker. Yeah. A TikToker shocker. And uh, I didn't buy it because I was like, is this one of those moments where I'm just being an idiot? You know, where I'm just trying to buy my way out of it and I'm trying to justify buying a gadget uh -huh. and I really just kind of want to see the gadget. I think it was that Milwaukee one right there. I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Look at this. You know, okay. I think with, when, when it comes to tools, you are looking for a reason to need one. Sure. You, yeah, yeah. Big problem here. I'm going to spend 250 It's one use. It's true, and then you hang on to it until yeah. the next time. Anyway, I didn't buy that. I ended up buying uh, some different types of snakes, like di things I could jam and try to grab. Mm. Um, of course, that didn't do much. And so I eventually got to the point of... And by the way, I didn't buy the prop... Like, the snake that I got was the like kind of like a is it barbed wire crap. One? I mean, I got those things. Okay. That was that didn't do anything for me. I was just hammering in there. Mm. I was like, grab something. There must be something. But sure enough, I come to the conclusion my problem is far, far more ominous. Uh oh. Is it deeper? Oh, it's deeper. Uh oh. And once you go beyond that trap, all bets are off, let me tell you. Okay. I pulled everything. I started, I undid all the connections. I opened everything up. I said, let's go. You want to go? Let's go. <laughs> Start destroying your house. I said, you want to go? Let's go. Yeah. I looked at my family. I said, you want to go? Let's go. <laughs> They're like, everyone stay away from that. Yeah. The, the guy that's like drenched in... Uh, sink chemical yeah. underneath <laughs> the mutant underneath the yeah. sink over there. Everybody stay away from him. I was like, it's fine with me. Glowing neon. That was me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's what I look like. Me under the sink. Yeah. It's like, God damn, I wish I had more expertise. Yeah. I don't deserve... I can't even be calling myself a grown man at this yeah, point. Like, I better dude. get it together. Did you um, use the plunger? Oh, I, I almost forgot all about that. You know what I okay, was using? Yeah. You want to know what I was using? Huh? One second plumber. 
One second plumber. Is it the one where it shoots like compressed air? Yeah, I shot everything down there. You name it, I did it. Yeah. Made it worse. Yeah, of course it did. I just jammed it in there harder. Yeah. Whatever it was. Whatever clump of... Oh, I have a speculation. I was I almost got to that. I have a speculation. Okay. I'm not trying to name names. I'm not trying to blame anybody. But I have a speculation. I'm not going to name any names. Uh, yeah. You know what I think caused all this? What? What's that? Bubble tea. No. Bubble tea. Why? How? You ever seen those units? Did you get like an industrial vat of tapioca? You ever seen those units? <laughs> they just grow and grow, don't they? You leave them sitting in the water longer, they get bigger, don't they? No, don't they? They stay the same. They just get harder. The tapioca, you're talking about bubble tea? There's other ones that grow bigger. Like, uh... Orbeez. Orbeez? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you put in your bubble tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but those start really small. And they then, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then keep absorbing water. But I'm telling you... Give me a give me a tapioca image big. Give me a big tapioca image, cause I feel like those babies they just suctioned it off. I feel like those babies took over my house. Okay. The pearls I'm talking about. Yeah. Those globules. I don't think I can break them down. I shot everything at them. <laughs> you gotta eat them. I no, but I'm saying somebody not naming names <laughs> didn't finish theirs, and I think they went down the sink with it. Okay. And listen, this is all speculation. Because, of course, everything is denied at this point. But I saw those things sitting on the counter, and I'm like, they're, it's hard to figure out when there's leftover in there. Like, well, you got to get the, the tea portion out. Uh-huh. Mom put boba tea bubbles, tapioca pearls down the sink, and now it's clogged. What's the best way to, to dissolve the large pearls? The guy goes, the house was built in 2011. <laughs> Don't put boiling water. It can cause damage to plastic pipe. Pull the trap to see if that's what... Well, that's what takes me to my next part. So you don't have a trap? I went to the trap. I told you I took everything apart. Okay. I saw nothing. I mean, the trap was disgusting, but it wasn't clogged. Like, I right. rinsed it out. I didn't see it. A clog in sight at the trap and I kind of knew it was worse than the trap because w when I would leave it and then come back yeah. I could pour water for a while before it started to come back up I was like oh, oh my god this the, the lodge over here is further right and so. the Drano is not dissolving the tapioca I don't know if it's tapioca <laughs> This is full. This is speculation. Oh wow! I don't know if it, what it is, but no, whatever I poured, whatever I threw at it, didn't do anything. Mm. Um, and this morning I was seriously considering, like I was, 
I was at a fork in the road. Huh. I was like, do I just become a full-on certified plumber today? Do I just crash course it? Do I spend the entire day? Because there's content. I'll tell you what. YouTube plumbing content? You mm. best get your act together, Will, if you don't know about it. Mm. Mm. It's an entire genre that will blow you away. You got the guy with the mustache? and Talking about Mario? This guy is... He'll take your Orbeez, and he'll do all the hypotheticals, except he'll use clear pipes to show you what would happen if this, this, and right, this. Right, right, right. And then... That's good content. He'll try out the products and see that they're all a joke. Right. Like, he'll try them out and be like, yeah, not doing much. Mm. And it turns out the old techniques are pretty much the way you gotta go. <laughs> Hand in there? Just full-on arm? No, you gotta... You gotta take it apart. You know? Oh, God. And got water everywhere and buckets and, you know, the real deal. Real work, Will. No so, fast track, no shortcut, no Drano. Real deal, real work. So did you do that? So I got everything disconnected. You? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you like that, don't you? <laughs> I'm surprised. You like that, don't you? You're Mario now. Let me tell you something, man. It was on principle. Yeah, you didn't want to lose to this. Once it's on principle? Yeah. I told the family it's on principle. They just walk away. <laughs> they grab a snack and just keep <laughs> just eating popcorn. Yeah. I took everything apart and the puny little snake that I bought, I jammed that baby now into the straight pipe coming out of the out of the wall. Never mind, the trap is done now. I'm just right at the pipe. That's it. I have a pipe going into the wall. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to reach. But the crappy little snake that I got, not cutting it. Uh. Then I had to come here because you said, oh, we're shooting XYZ. Remember? Yeah. And I, and I had to put the battle down for I didn't. Hey, the battle, not the war. Will, don't look at me that way. The battle, not the war. I had to put the battle down for a second, but the war continues as soon, okay. as, as, soon yeah. as we're... The war continues as soon as we're finished. Yeah. Back to Home Depot, man. Maybe I'll pick up the camera just for the... Just for the update on the show. And I'll let you know if it was the bubble tea and I'll get to the brass tacks bottom of it. And I'll have a family meeting. Okay. To be continued. I'll have a family meeting about it. Yeah. Once yeah, I see it on the, plan. on the camera. Yeah. And we'll get to the bottom of it. Or I'll just get a longer snake and just jam it in there until I dislodge whatever the hell is living down there. Yeah. The fundamentals, man. People. This is the beauty, though, of uh, DIY. Is a whole appreciation for expertise in any department. If I would have just called an expert, expert would have come and gone, bingo, bango. He would have looked me right in the eye. He would have said, bingo, bango. What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> What's next? Yeah, that's it? That's all you got? I mean, I'm covered in Drano ooze. He's yeah. like, what the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. That's the beauty of it, Will. But, yeah, so, so now I walk around different. And I'm not even done yet, and I walk around different. So my recommendation to you is get under that sink and climb right in there. <laughs> 
I mean, so so far as yeah, I've had my own battles. So far as you're not gonna just like okay, never mind. I can't give that advice across the board. I don't want anybody to screw things up too badly. You rent a jackhammer. Yeah, you gotta bring the right mentality, the learning mentality. Slow and steady wins the race. Will. Well, good luck. Um, keep us posted. I guess. You trying to move me along, Will? Because I I know how uh, annoying it could be, and maybe coming here. And then going back, you might have fresh eyes. It was an odd conversation. Yeah. That I had to have with my wife. Yeah. I said, I got this stuff they put on my schedule. I got to shoot X, Y, Z. And the sink is clogged still. Yeah. The kitchen sink. And there's like little people there and there's action going on. And I'm, a- and I'm like, let me just, let me just give you the two options. I go do the X, Y, Z, which is like work and uh also important or i become one with the drain right yeah. now and she said go do your stuff become one with the drain later okay yeah so you got to give her credit on that no no she chose the wise choice yeah so you did you did she gave you the option no no or she said can, no yeah. she said go do the go do your work and then and then yeah come go head first into the drain when you get home okay yeah that makes sense so what's your age 28 Mo walked past he's only 28 he doesn't know about plumbing anything (laughs) exactly he said he poured the liquid down and did nothing we all do that do what the Drano yeah, the real, the real dudes don't do that, Will. <laughs> the real dudes don't do that stuff. Yeah. The real dudes don't do it, Will. I know, yeah. Mario doesn't. Luigi doesn't. Real dudes don't do that. Real dudes, they got... I hear you, man. Real dudes laugh at you filling your cabinets with those things. Uh-huh. The, the, the real dudes, they come with the heavy artillery. Hmm. They don't. They don't. They don't bring a knife to a gunfight. No. It's the real dudes, man. They'll, they'll drink that Drano straight up. <laughs> <laughs> that was aggressive, Will. Yeah. We got a disclaimer on that. Okay. Don't anybody ever do that. Yeah. That was a complete joke. Oh man, I, I, you know what? I gotta apologize. I had to get that off the chest, right? Okay. Yeah. No, no, will, 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 will. I had to get that off the chest. You've got a lot of uh, problems lately. I gotta get it off the chest, man. With the air tag and the stolen vehicle. Well, imagine, just imagine, imagine somebody's tracking me with the air tag and they're they what they think they're gonna encounter, and then meanwhile I'm just Drano, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Apple's causing a little bit of a ruckus, aren't they? Uh-huh. They got uh, this new little button inside the settings over there. Mm-hmm. And your phone actually might be charging more slowly because of it. Yeah. Uh, which is really... I mean... Do I need to say how that makes it? I just... 
when 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 companies particularly tremendously successful corporate giants hit you with this type of stuff and like listen it's possible i, I don't know i'm not currently on uh, on an iphone i have i'm using an ipad it'll probably get the same feature at some point but i don't know how they're going to implement it is it if it's going to be automatic with a software update or if it's automatically turned on it is are you sure about that i think so if it's automatically turned on then that's insane yeah slow charging on purpose by default slower than it actually should charge because of carbon offsets holy moly and then now people over here are saying my their phone their iphones charge so slow now they got to check if this feature is enabled apple iphone users were stirred up on sunday as they became aware of a somewhat new feature intended to reduce the carbon footprint by charging only when lower carbon emission electricity is available. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, there's none of it right now. It's all dirty. All the electricity is dirty right now. No charging for you. We've deemed that the electricity is not clean enough to be uh, inserted into this this perfect this perfectly pure iPhone. Yeah. Angelic iPhone only takes the cleanest of energies. Yeah. Apple introduced clean energy charging with the release of iOS 16.1 on October 24th, 2022. The company claims that when the mode is enabled and a phone is connected to a charger, the iPhone gets a report of carbon emissions generated by the local energy grid and uses that information to determine when to charge the phone. Not what you want to do, not a schedule to like save you money, not, but a little toggle called clean energy charging that is going to not charge your phone when you think it's charging. I mean, that's all I can really discern from this at the moment. Or maybe it's charging slower. In your region, iPhone will try, try to charge by selectively charging when your carbon emission electricity lower carbon emission electricity is available and they're supposed i guess they're gonna like insert it into your daily charging routine in a way that still gives you a full charge so maybe this will only happen at night or something but i just don't even know if this is how people want to interact with their stuff it's hard enough man keeping your stuff charged up then now you have some fanciness involved like even me with the electric car it's like every uh, as much as i've tried to utilize some of the more, uh, what would you say, like automatic charge features for schedules and things like that, mm. it's still like you kind of need it when you need it, and it's it's a thing you want to have tr you want to have control over as a user, and you don't want to have to be guessing about. And I don't know how you would have confidence in this unless you have some sort of gauge or monitor on the home page, which is showing you at all times when this thing is engaged. Yeah, like a disclaimer. Like when you start charging, it would tell you, like, hey, this won't charge until we get clean energy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can turn it off. Yeah, you can turn it off. It's a switch. The fact that it's a switch is fantastic, but I don't want it even by default because I think a lot of people, a huge percentage of people just won't even know that it's there. The casual users, I don't think they're going to know that it's there, and I could see major annoyance from this. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I understand people have pretty typical schedules. They'd be like, okay, well, this is only happening in the middle of the night. But then I would need a knowledge of my local power authority and what their variety of energy sources were in order to better understand when those moments might happen. It's a whole thing that puts the onus back on the customer, mm-hmm. which for companies, and I understand Apple's one of these companies that claims that they're tremendous for the environment, but these companies in general, manufacturing, goods, consumption, etc., there are consequences to it, right? There's ecological byproducts from these things. Mm-hmm. And any time it's moved from the sort of back onto the customer in the form of some type of guilt, I just find that it's a little bit disingenuous from the, from the company themselves. Like in the sense that now you're managing something or you're feeling that you have a responsibility to manage it when in reality some of these megacorps are actually much better poised to have a bigger impact than any singular individual. And then you get into the argument of, well, what if it's every single singular individual? But to what extent? To, what, to, to, to where is the line drawn? I mean, do we get to a point where it's like you have now used your phone for three hours today – and there's a toggle enabled by default that actually uh, changes your brightness to half after the first three hours mm-hmm. in conjunction with clean energy production from your local power authority. Or what if it throttles the processor as, they've, as, as they actually had a class action lawsuit against them in the past? Mm-hmm. Everybody, a lot of people in the chat here are saying it's no big deal. It happens at night. But I'm not necessarily talking about this one implementation. I'm talking just in general about the idea of auto toggles inside your software for things that weren't there before. What, it, it, and again, I don't, I'm not sure that that's the case, but that's the key to me is if you introduce the feature with the toggle turned off and people can choose to put it on, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you introduce the feature with the toggle turned on, that's a totally different thing. That's my opinion and on that. And it affects your performance I don't, of using the phone. I don't think it's inherently good or bad. I don't think it's that simple. But I think it does, it does show a difference in kind of uh, what, what, the way the customer is viewed by the corporation and whether or not they are the driver and whether or not they are the sort of the 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 way the relationship is mm-hmm. let's just tell them what to do type of thing as opposed to you know make a suggestion it does matter the introduction of the feature and the way that it's done matters as far as public perception is concerned and the reason that there is this type of uproar is because of that small detail mm-hmm. is the fact that at least in this case it looks like it's a thing to be disabled instead of a thing to be enabled mm-hmm. But I do agree, Even, regardless of that, it's, it's probably a thing that in many cases is not going to affect, pe- people might not even notice mm. because it, it knows the typical charge schedule and it'll just charge over a longer period at night. But I got to believe there's also people with complicated schedules, yeah, paramedics and people that wake up in the middle of the night and uh, are on call and immediately have to go and then their phone is dead because the energy authority was burning coal. That's an exaggeration. Yeah. Or the one time that you really need a phone charge and then you wake up and it's like still 15%. That's a problem. 
I'm sure we're going to hear more about this. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to hear more about this. You think other companies will follow suit? Well, I mean, that seems to be the case. Apple is a leader in the space. What's weird about this one is it it, it it all depends on how much they publicize it, right? This is all having been publicized by users. If they go to the keynote and make a really big deal about it, then you're going to see other companies implement similar things and mm-hmm. we're going to have to we're going to have some increasing guesswork as to how the variety of algorithms on our devices are determining how they're you know doing and managing things and sure all the rest of it but i mean you know me i already feel like those devices charge too slow to begin with so any kind of suggestion that i would have it charge slower really at any time is not something i would be super excited about because there are so many devices that charge quite a bit faster than than what the iphone currently does sure to begin with mm-hmm. but i don't know you guys let me know what you think yeah you can you can you can do your thing you can throw it in the chat obviously and in the comments and and you could say well look man apple's sending a message here and uh making a difference i mean that listen that could be your prerogative mm-hmm. uh, but I just, I just think it, it, it's a, it's just one more detail in that, in the way that that corporation interacts with its user base. Just one more kind of indication of how that relationship is a little bit different than than sometimes the way it works between other sure. corporations and their uh, customers. A woman who got locked out of her Apple account minutes after iPhone was stolen had 10 grand taken from her bank account, says Apple was not helpful at all. Will, you're going for the jugular today, dude. Yeah. We have a lighter Apple story next. Going for the jugular today. Uh, I don't know to what extent this is Apple's responsibility. You know, I might flip to the other side on this one, but they are responsible for the wallet, right? They're responsible for Apple Pay. And they probably said to her, call your credit card companies. They're the they're the issuing these payments. We're just a portal. Mm-hmm. Woman said that soon after iPhone was stolen, she was locked out of her Apple account. Rayhan Ayas said Apple was not helpful at all after 10000 was taken from her bank account. She told the insider, once someone gets into the security environment, it turns against you. She was leaving a Manhattan bar in November when a man snatched her phone and ran off. She said Apple was unhelpful when she tried to regain access to her Apple account. Okay, well, that portion is falls in, under Apple's responsibility, I suppose. Um, she initially spoke to the Wall Street Journal as part of an investigation into how iPhone thieves lock people out of their Apple accounts by using their passcodes to access the phone before changing the device's password and stealing funds from the owner's bank accounts. In an interview with Insider, uh, she said she was standing outside the bar when a man stole her iPhone 13 Pro Max. She believes he had seen her enter her passcode at some point and had waited for the chance to steal her device. Ooh. Watching, stalking, stealing. Why not use Face ID? I don't know. Hmm. On a 13 Pro Max. Because Face ID doesn't always work, I guess. 31-year-old said she borrowed another iPhone to try to locate her own using the Find My iPhone function. However, 
She said she'd already been locked out of her Apple account by that time. I didn't know what was going on. She filed a police report the following day and showed notifications of a password reset request and login details from after her device was stolen. Insider reviewed both the police report and the notifications because she had lost access to her Apple account. She was unable to log on to her MacBook computer. She contacted Apple support, which advised her to get a new SIM card and a new iPhone. She did so, but was still unable to access her account. Over the next 24 hours, 10000 was taken from her bank account. According to a bank statement viewed by Insider, she was advised to open a new account and transfer all her funds to it. It's so weird the way the whole thing breaks down all at once. Like everybody is saying, get a new iPhone, get a new this, get a new bank account, transfer whatever you've got left. And you're like, hey, I'm, I'm getting killed here and bombarded on this one. The support team was not helpful at all, she said. She then called Goldman Sachs, which issues Apple's credit cards and was able to get some help. Oh, she had the Apple card as well? What? Oh, boy. Very frustrated with Apple. Of course, I tried it like minute three when it comes to find my. It was already locked. The guy locked it right on, uh, locked it up from her right away. Uh, this isn't going to be an increasing thing so long as they're able to to uh, figure this out and do this rapidly like this. The snatching and stuff will go up. I recommend alternative security measures from passcodes, obviously and uh, being careful in general but it is such a i mean i i didn't have this exact experience and this sounds terrible obviously but i had the car stolen and it's a very like a violating type of Mm -hmm. experience and this is maybe even more personal than that right Mm -hmm. um it's uh i don't know if this had anything to do with uh her not using face id hmm what, the fact that she worked at Revelio Labs, a workforce intelligence company? Yeah. Why would intelligence that? Intelligence company? Maybe she is more skeptical on the technology or something. I don't know. Uh, it's a stretch. But Yeah. There, there's a reason why she's not no, I think, face but, ID. Uh, no, I know, yeah. but people who have face ID also have passcode. Because there's no true. fingerprint. So it's not like That's you have that true. dual setup. You have face and passcode. And sometimes, like, if the thing is laying on the table... And you don't want to reach up to it. Oh, yeah. You just right. you just type yeah. your passcode, right? Mm-hmm. And she was at a restaurant. I assume that's what happened. She may have had Face ID, but also just used the passcode sometimes. So is it is it really Apple's fault? Uh, I think I agree with you. I don't think it's no, no. Apple's I'm not, fault. It's definitely not their fault. But, but they didn't really help her situation. Well, normally, you know how it is, right, with a credit card company. And I'm sure there's a variety of different types of treatment that people get, but... When you call your credit card company and you want to report a fraud or a stolen card or something, they usually move pretty rapidly like yeah. and helpfully. Mm-hmm. They run back the transi- uh, transactions. So I don't know why if she had the Apple card, which it sounds like. I mean, there was a section on Goldman Sachs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. While visiting Apple Store in search of support, she received an email from Credit Karma showing an application for an Apple credit card. Another email showed the application had been approved while she was on hold with Apple Card support. So somebody else actually applied for the Apple Card using her name. Like, her whole life's getting screwed up over here. It's uh-huh. full-on identity theft. But it just, I think because everything is so integrated. I think really what the message here is that we have now so many eggs into one basket type scenario where you're unlocking the whole identity with a, with a four-digit code. Mm-hmm. 
like it's almost like you don't even want to have a passcode at all. Mm-hmm. It's just biometrics and that's it. Or or everything has to have two steps to it, or we need more complex codes. Like I you know what I'm saying here? Because mm-hmm. or maybe we maybe we go back to keeping some of our eggs in a separate basket. Uh-huh. Because this is just a terrifying experience. It happens to a lot of people, but it, it, like where the responsibility lies, it, at least historically, has been the credit card company. It's an exchange for convenience of having a credit card. Mm-hmm. But in her case, it says bank account. So I presume that's like debit. Listen, it's all over the place. We got too many things attached over here. And it's extremely unfortunate. And I don't know who's going to help and who's not going to help. But obviously, at this point, when you go through an experience like that, Will, you're going to, you're not going to feel too fondly of anybody that you felt could have helped but didn't. Mm-hmm. And you're also just not going to be in a good mood in, uh, anyway. Sure. 10 grand lost. Jeez. All right, this might be better. Apple's new watch strap concept is utterly wild. <laughs> this is on the positive note, Will? Yeah. Uh, so there's a patent here, I think, that would make the watch band change colors. Huh? That's pretty cool. Not bad. So you don't need to have 50 different watch bands. How about that for saving the environment? Yeah. I don't yeah. have to have 50 different watch bands. That's cool. The patent imagines an Apple watch strap with adjustable elements, letting the user change the color in three different areas, thanks to a technique known as electrochromism, in which an electrical current creates a reversible color change. Cool. As spotted by patently Apple, the filing describes a fabric Apple watch band that includes an electrochromatic feature allowing color-adjustable elements that could change the color scheme and design in three distinct band zones to give the watch band a customizable look unique to the user. What's interesting there is you're talking about a fabric-style band. Yeah. So they've got the light emitting... That's cool. ...coming out of a fabric, which is pretty sick. Very natural-looking. People are saying RGB watch bands. Take a look at that. Well, I did think it was odd. You know, you want to style the thing, but how many watch bands should you have? And then you probably find a favorite, and then maybe the next one you want is not the same style, but then it's a different color. Like, I, I mean, Apple could sit, could sit there and bank on that stuff and sell everybody five different bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, you could also make just one really cool band. On one hand, extra customizability can only be a good thing, but at the same time, the Apple Watch already means wearing your notifications. Do we really want the rest of the world to see quite so clearly when we have an email? Oh, so he's suggesting that it would be a, give you a notification, notification as well. Yeah. I worry less about the rest of the world, and I think more about myself and being distracted. Mm. So if I had something like this, I don't think I would have it pulsing for a notification, even as science fiction as that seems. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just use it as a styling thing. Like today it's going to be that color and the next day it's going to be that other color. Uh-huh. I don't know what you would charge for some of this. Would it be ultra premium, just a luxury item? Yeah, because I would imagine it'd be like a fashion accessory. A suggestion here in a chat from Lee, he says it could be for uh, bikers or people on a uh, cyclist. You know, you want to have a light on you, mm. even walking late at night on the road or something. You can use like it. Like a at, light band. Safety light, right? Yeah. So you can be spotted more easily. There's sure. a lot of ways this could be implemented and be cool. Uh, the Apple Watch is one of those few gadgets that, for people who own them, is basically on them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, your phone is too, but it's concealed. It's usually in your pocket when you're not on it, obviously. It's a pretty cool little patent, Will. Yeah. 
Xiaomi unveils lightweight AR glasses with retina-level displays. Well, this is the key with this, is you got to get it to a size and weight that people don't feel goofy with all of it, that mm. they actually want to wear it. And we've been saying this for ages. I mean, we've been saying this since Google Glass, when people were like, you can't wear that in our bar. It was controversial at the time. I don't yeah. Remember. Plus, there was only a handful of them out there. You look at Google Glass now, and you're like, you know what? It really wasn't that. He, it wasn't really that big. It was just weird looking. Yeah. Actually kind of impressive for the time what it was. Uh, boasting a retina level near eye display for AR glasses, Xiaomi Wireless AR Glass Discovery Edition delivers a truly immersive visual experience. Moreover, self-developed Xiaomi AR gesture control empowers effortless control between virtual and real space. Look at this guy. He's flying. He's in the future. What do you think of these glasses? Well, the guy's in the future, you know. Uh, it's not nothing. I, I think it's kind of cool, like maybe in your living room or something. So what are those? So he, I can see the lenses behind. Okay, there we go. So this is a good visual that sort of showcases what's going on here. Micro OLED display, freeform optical design, 1200 nits, peak eye-catching brightness. This... You can see the distance that still needs to be there, even with that prism or whatever is necessary, the lens component there to make, to give you the ability to essentially focus on something up close. But, um, and then, and then you still can't have it right up against your eye. You still need a little bit of distance there. And that's where the appearance of these things gets a little wonky because they're far out from your face. And as, as you know, you wear glasses. As weight gets further out from your face, it, sure. it, you, you feel that weight at a multiplier effect. Uh -huh. uh, if you've ever worn a VR headset, you know what I'm talking about as well. Yeah. And the field of view is um, quite narrower. But, you know, that's all that said, we kind of know that this is a stepping stone and this is kind of just one, one portion of the movement of miniaturization and figuring out how to keep going and making these things look more and more like actual glasses and less and less like <laughs> some sort of geeky weird headset yeah, niche toy like less like a headset and more like glasses and you of course got these comically big arms on there and everything else if the experience is good enough i think people will put up with a lot from a design perspective yeah and you don't have to wear any gloves or anything like that or controllers it's uh just scanning your hand so that's nice. No, listen, it's going to happen. It's it's a matter of miniaturization, like a lot of technology. Yeah. Whenever we see early stuff, that's kind of the thing. Is it's like you can sense how it's close, but not quite. Yeah. Xiaomi's latest AR device uses Qualcomm Snapdragon XR2 Gen 1 platform with support for Snapdragon Space's XR development platform to run different applications. Notably, the MetaQuest Pro announced last year also uses the same chip company said that using by the way i have that headset the metaquest pro remind me to take it out of my trunk and put it in here i don't know okay, if you want to yeah. goof around with it because right. you're kind of the vr guy ar guy company said that using the me shares application streaming capability the ar glasses can let viewers watch content through apps like tiktok and youtube users can rely on gestures to move around the interface and even interact with real life objects for instance the device lets you turn on or turn off a smart lamp or grab a screencast from a TV. Everything connected. All your home devices, your pinching, hitting buttons, and 
That's what I'm going to do all day. Pinching, swiping, expanding. That's you, Will. Motorola Riser, rollable phone concept, hands-on. They see me rolling. Nice. (laughs) They hating. That's the headline, by the way. Android Authority, shout out. I would like to take a look at this. I always wanted the rolling. Rolling means no crease. Uh Uh-huh. And it... I love the, I love motors, obviously. We see less and less of them. People try to get away from moving parts, but look at how smooth that is. Uh-huh. You just make it a little bit bigger and then shrink it down and it goes in the pocket. Look, hit the button, hit the button. Boom, it goes in the pocket, it rolls. This is cool. I love, I love, I love. Now it's fat. It's a fat boy. It's a sandwich. All right, okay, fine. Look. Sick. I just want to watch the animation over and over. While foldable screens are slowly becoming more mainstream, rollable flexible displays are still in their emerging phase. The idea is simple. You take a flexible display panel, and instead of just folding it on itself, you use its flexibility to roll it, often hiding it away from view. That's the idea behind Motorola's riser rollable phone concept, which was briefly teased back in October. And at MWC 2023, Android Authority got their hands on with the prototype. And let's just say, according to them, it is too cool. You don't have to deal with a crease. Uh, You end up with, in this case, it's interesting that they went for like a, I don't know if you want to call it a slab style, but a portrait, primarily a portrait device, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it kind of makes sense because all the other players are going for the, the tablet. Mm-hmm. form factor and, and there's nice reachability uh, so this kind of almost goes against the flip yeah a little bit and but obviously with a much bigger display than that i like it i think it's cool i mean i would have to play with it obviously but and you have to put up with something being a little bit flatter but how about that for a party trick though mm-hmm. show your pals you got the display on the back end still too the new rollable motor motor roll is done you know motor roll is done a thing or two here and there no it's not nothing have they not will yeah they've uh let's go they don't necessarily just do the same thing every time mm-hmm. you gotta appreciate google is bringing magic eraser to every smartphone older pixels get free access and everyone else will need to subscribe to google one ah to every smartphone every not just google smartphones yeah. i get it i guess you just download google photos right and subscribe to Google One. Yeah, yeah, do that. Well, that costs money, Will. <laughs> are you a subscriber? A um, subscriber? No. I am. You are? Subscribe what to you, all What stuff. do you need? Well, I guess I don't know. Cloud storage? Back up the photos, man. I don't okay. know. What are you going to do, man? We are you looking for it? Look at the magic erase. Lovely. So useful. Yeah. Look at those people crazy. in the back. You can't have those people in the back. Uh-huh. You got the kids in the front. You can't have those people back there. Uh-huh. They took away the shadows, too. That's very They're smart. damn right they did, magically. Now, the tube on the right goes away also. Booyah. Oh, wow. Don't you need your Photoshop skills, Will? You don't even have to for the thumbnail. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, there's other features built in, uh, other editing features beyond Magic Eraser. We, we were wondering when they first showed it off, if, if even if other Pixel devices would be supported, and then let alone just bring it to everybody on any phone. Google's lineup of Pixel devices made for some of the best Android phones you can find. I would agree with that. Pixel 7 7 Pro 
are the company's premium hardware. They always get the stuff first, but then it's nice when people on other devices get the best of what Google has to offer. So Magic Eraser is coming to all modern smartphones as part of your Google One subscription. I, I guess that's a good business move for them. Like, think about it. We give you the Magic Eraser, you give us a subscription. Mm -hmm. It's a good deal, I think. Is it? Magic Erase. Yeah, but how much photos. are you how much are you willing to pay for Google One? Five dollars a month. That's what you're willing to pay? Well what <laughs> What, what is it? I mean, I don't think they're willing to negotiate with you. No? No. Okay, hold on. But if you what don't, kind of if you don't need a lot of storage, you probably have one that's five bucks. Let's see the plans here. Oh, they won't even show you the plans? Because you're signed into a workspace account. Boo. Next time. I'm not Next signed time. in. I'm not signed into a workplace account. So two terabytes is 10 bucks a month. Five terabytes is 25 bucks a month. 10 terabytes is 50 bucks a month and 20 terabytes is a hundred bucks a month. Okay. So the cheapest is 10 bucks a month, not five, Will. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, dude. And that's, by the way, that's in Canada. It's obviously going to vary. And then they also, there's a promo right now, 10% back in store credit on Google store purchases. Uh, mm. Hey, you don't want the deal, man? I'm good. You're out. You don't you don't want to okay can I just give you the rundown listen two terabytes 10 bucks gives you two terabytes this is what I have this is the plan I have two terabytes of storage access to Google experts definitely have never used that you can share it with five other people okay well family get the family going extra member benefits I hate when they have the vague like what is my bet 10 percent back in the Google store. And you get a uh, premium VPN by Google One. Have you used it? Is it good? You're not spending the 10. Okay. Uh, I tried, man. Listen, I just... I. So YouTube premium is something else. Totally. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Save 17% by signing up annually. What about 100 bucks a year? Uh, oh, jeez. Tough customer well, over tough here. Sell. Tough customer over here. <laughs> One of Elon Musk's most loyal employees was fired at Twitter. Here's how she went from surviving layoffs to the chopping block in the span of a few months. This was one of the floor sleepers? Yes. The sleeping most bags? Most notably her. Uh, yeah. Esther Crawford. Multiple outlets reported Twitter's director of product management was let go amid new layoffs. Esther Crawford posted a photo of herself sleeping on the floor after going hardcore under Elon Musk. Crawford reportedly met one-on-one -on -one with Musk and was described by a colleague as his interpreter. Whatever that means. She was tasked for Twitter Blue. That was her project. That was the big deal? Yeah. And Elon Musk's interpreter? Sure. Because it's impossible to... Because mm -hmm. he speaks a different... He speaks Elon? Yeah. That why? Uh, multiple engineers and product team members at Twitter, including director of product management, Esther Crawford, have been fired, according to multiple media reports. Crawford spent over two years at Twitter, according to her LinkedIn, working on projects like Twitter Blue and Spaces. Her layoff was first reported by platformer Zoe Schiffer on Saturday. The Verge's Alex Heath confirmed the reporting, along with another round of layoffs that affected multiple individuals in the organization, including advertisement and product teams. The layoffs included at least 50 team members, according to multiple outlets. Insiders Callie Hayes 
First report in January that 50 people on Twitter's product team were let, were let go. Crawford made headlines in November after she put out this tweet. When your team is pushing round the clock to make deadlines, sometimes you sleep where you work. Remember this viral tweet? I remember the hot tweet. Give me the specs on the tweet. What did it do? Let's hot, find out. Hot tweet. <laughs> Loading. Load up that hot tweet. See how, how much heat it actually has. Not that hot, Well, Maybe this was a retweet? What about her reply? I don't think you can call this viral. Hate to tell you. Oh. Unless, unless what you just clicked on, her, the subtweet of the hot tweet. No? Maybe. Uh, no, a little hotter. Slight, slight heat. That's like when you're, trying to, when you're ordering chicken wings. It's preheating. You're ordering chicken yeah. wings, and they have the heat meter, uh. the number of... Uh. Uh, peppers beside it mm. one pepper two pepper the amount of spice mm-hmm. it's like me when i go to india they're like you know you can't handle it you don't want that one yeah they're no joke that's like that's four they peppers that's four pepper yeah. spice and i'm like this is what i want i can handle it i cleared a drain in the kitchen and i didn't use drano well i used drano but then i went i actually took everything apart i can handle it then I'm on the floor in a sleeping bag yeah. in the Indian restaurant. Sweating. And they're like, we told you, man. Yeah. I'm like, well, I didn't listen. But Drano. I'm like, you got, any, pl- I'm like, you got any plumbing issues? Because I can help yeah. you there. It has nothing to do with the, like, the that's spice not that how this ate. works. Yeah. Like, this doesn't work that way at all. We just want you to pay for your meal and get the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm sleep like, oh. on our floor. I'm like, oh, right. Where'd you get the sleeping bag? Forgot. Yeah. I'm like, well, because I'm going hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> They're just scratching their heads. Because I'm Elon Musk's interpreter. Yeah. They're like, you're in a restaurant right now. Oh, man. Well, Twitter Blue didn't do that well. I guess it got 300,000 subscribers. I guess people had higher expectations. And it was the thing of... Uh, getting the blue check mark, paying the eight bucks, whatever it was. And so maybe they're like, well, let's go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Tesla Cybertruck is starting to look more refined with new black tonneau cover. You're right. It huh? is. It is, Will. That doesn't look Looking too bad. like eh? a truck. Tesla Cybertruck prototype spotted with the new black tunnel cover as the electric pickup truck is starting to look more refined as it gets closer to production. I'm just waiting. They charged me like 27 bucks the other day, and I was curious what it was for. Mm. said like deposit. I was like, hmm, are you making, are you using this to like schedule people's trucks? Because I gave them $500 17 years ago. And then they took a 27 from you? Just recently. Yeah. Just 27 bucks. I was like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. They're skimming you. Well, somebody stole my identity, obviously. Yeah. Uh, as previously reported, Tesla has built a fleet of beta Cybertruck prototypes to test ahead of the start of production this summer. Over the last few weeks, we started spotting them. It's true. We talked about the mirrors. We talked about the, what do we call the wiper? The honker? Oh, look, it's what's inside that posted the video. Yeah. Shout out. New shot of Tesla Cybertruck in California. The black glass top with black cover looks really good. IMO. I agree. It's looking better, Will. That's not bad. Hey, Will, it's looking better. 
It's just a different color change, but... Um, well, they did the hood in black, too, didn't they? Oh, no, that was just the way the lighting was in. Yeah. Look at that. Look at this guy go. You know, this is also a they better... They do the hood in black. This is a better angle. This is an angular angle. Three-quarter down? Three-quarter down, baby. always be looking Three-quarter like down. Has there ever been a video game three-quarter down? No? Uh, I don't think so. That'd be interesting, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Dude, There's I a lot this. that are three-quarter down. All those League of Legends and stuff. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, a game that's named that. All those legends. Yeah. Aren't they like, kind of like three-quarter down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, going the other way. Yeah. You don't do any of that stuff? No, no. You I never don't. had a phase in your life? I don't, I don't think feel so. like I believe you right now. I feel like you're lying to me. You never had a three-quarter down phase. You never did some kind of like strategy or whatever type of game. Yeah, maybe start. Yeah, yeah, a maybe you, bit. maybe you did. <laughs> maybe you did. Maybe you did. Did you? Of course I did. Okay. Cybertruck is looking good, and you know what? It's about time we had a clip like this because there's the last couple of times I've been uh, like, Ooh. this one saved Jay. Last couple of times I've been, you've been, you see my expression. Last couple of times in the thumbnails, I've been. Yeah, a lot of thinking. Uh, a lot of unsure. This one. This one's not bad. This one. I'll, I'll, I'll take a spin. Three-quarter down. That's it. This one. Three-quarter down plus, I don't know, did my tires grow a little bit? Oh, is there a honker on it? Wiper? No. No wiper. No honker. Interesting. Is that Could that play that big of a role? Oh, yeah. Damn. Hey. Just get rid of the wiper. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you need a wiper, Will. No. Yeah. That's where the $27 is. No, we'll take it. We'll take it. I bought the wiper first. Yeah. Okay. That's all you get. We'll take it. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz experimenting with ChatGPT AI chatbot in cars. Is that any good? Yeah. I want to talk to my cars, Will. I want to ask questions. Yeah, you always do that. I always. Whenever I have... You have a, a conversation. Android Auto. When I'm driving the Tesla... Tesla can't do very much. Can't answer my complicated questions about the world. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, that's not my deal. I'll yeah. give you directions. Leave me alone. Uh, so then I end up still asking Google instead when I have a question in the car. I want to ask if something is open. I want to ask, uh, you know, complex math equation. Or who knows what you need to do while you're driving? You get bored, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so this could be good. Uh, prototype few questions explore the possibilities of so-called artificial intelligence mercedes just couldn't resist now did they make a deal with microsoft i guess this is why microsoft is well poised for this situation mm. because all of a sudden they call up all their contacts people they worked with people they made software for different weird implementations and contracts and then they say hey you hear about our little investment over here mm-hmm. and they say yeah we did the whole world is talking about it and they're like you want peace and and then Mercedes-Benz is like, we'll take a sliver. Because uh-huh. we can advertise. Mm-hmm. Um, so their OS, MBOS, and uh, that's going to power their upcoming infotainment systems as well as facilitate in-car purchases and, uh, and entertainment. So you can subscribe to your heated seats. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. After we heard about what that sounds like in next level voice commands, we hopped in the driver's seat. And uh, gave it a one-two, gave it a once-over. Couple of goofy questions. What's the best way to make scrambled eggs? I see. This is. I want to talk. No, no. I want to talk to my car like that. 
That's exactly how I want to talk to my car. Because uh, I get bored. Sometimes I'm listening, but sometimes I just, I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just inquiring. It's conversation. I'm just inquiring. Yeah. Um, what's the population of blah? Yeah, you know, as yeah. I'm, it could be relevant to what I'm doing, or maybe it's relevant to what I'm going to do later. Um, what was the answer to that? What yeah, did, there isn't an answer. What is this article? If you're in an unfamiliar city, you could ask Mercedes, what's the best Thai restaurant in town? Pretty standard question for an in-car assistant. In our case, um, we asked, what is the worst restaurant around? The car paused for a moment, noted that different people like different things, and then scoured online reviews to give us a name. That's pretty cool. Because context and conversational aspects. So it yeah. can come in and say, hey, to be clear, like, you know, there is no dedicated worst because everybody has a different taste. But that's where I feel like it's a problem. Uh -oh. um, where I think chat, the chatbot should know who you are in time. Like they would figure you out and be like, oh, you like, you know, red bell peppers. Here's a Thai restaurant that's specific for, you know, this meal. Why you got to throw the bell peppers at me like that? <laughs> Based on what you like. I know, but why are you looking, at my, pro why are you looking at my profile like that? Uh, Google's only supposed to know that, not you. Well. That I like the red pepper. I paid Google. Somebody over here says, uh, wait until advertisers can pay to be the top of these results over here. Uh, right. Get your right. bing going. You yeah. want to get your bing going. They're all ad models, aren't they? Well, they should learn from you. Me? Right. I yeah. can tell them. I'll tell them what yeah. to do. Instead of just like giving out like a bunch of answers, it should just be more personalized in time. Because that's what the assistant's for, right? No, I know, but look at their business model. Look at Bing, look at Google. It's predicated on this idea that you're searching for something and you're seeing a sponsored listing in conjunction. That's their business model. And then maybe in car, it's going to be, hey, pay to get rid of those ads. I don't know. Yeah. What's their business model, right? Or well, I think the... Is, is the feature so good that Mercedes is willing to pay for it? The customer is willing to pay for it? Maybe. Mm -hmm. I just think the car should be more personalized than a search engine in yeah. this case, right? Yeah, that'd be ideal. So so I guess they tested in the EQS, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when will my EQS have ChatGPT? Mercedes, sa Mercedes says this is just a study at this point. For the press event, it was a fun way of showing how the new infotainment can be updated and improved over time. Well, I know they just they just updated for that full self-driving, that Vegas story. Yep. So this will be an over-the-air update, but it's not uh, it's not coming immediately. Yeah. Nokia changes its iconic logo to signal a strategy shift. Okay, now you're... What do you think, huh? It's weird because you have the Dell ad right beside, and I'm like, man, those... I don't know why. Like, is there a correlation or no? Well, this is an ad. No, I, no, no, no. I know it's an ad. I'm just, like, full sidetracking before we even get into it. Okay. This kind of, what would you call it? This uh, slender font? Oh, you're you're comparing it. I'm to comparing the them. Yeah. Logo. Yeah. I think slender fonts are in. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get to. Like okay. slim fonts, and Nokia's even slimmer. They got it's basically the bare minimum mm. shapes that you need to spell the thing. Ah. Not working for you. Kind of looks like a math equation. Kind of looks like alien lingo. Alien. Yeah. It but looks alien. what is their new strategy? Are they AI now too? Like that plays a role here. Announced plans on Sunday to change its brand identity for the first time in 60 years. 
The new logo comprises five different shapes forming the word Nokia, which I'm not saying correctly. The iconic blue color of the old logo has been dropped for a range of colors depending on the use. You're gassy. There was an association uh, to smartphones, and nowadays we are a business technology company. Okay, so that's it. They're more business now and less smartphone. And they're letting you know with their symbols and their equation and so forth. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your review? What do you... Uh... Let me do a side-by-side. You know what? Why don't we do a side-by-side? Okay, yeah. Let's do that, dear. Give me a review. Give me a... Because you're that, you, were, you were this guy at one time in your life. Huh? This was you. You were the... the uh... Oh, even better. Look, you can see them all in one slide to the left. From 18, I like the 1871. That's the, my favorite. The fish? Yeah. No, actually, I like 1965 the best. That's cool. It's a hamburger? No, I think it's the globe. It's the globe? Oh, okay. But it can be a hamburger, a Nokia hamburger. Uh, you have 1966, and basically it's been the same since 1966. I guess the shade of blue changed. Mm. So, but really what we want to know is what you think about the new one as an expert in this field with a background in branding, um, 3D, animation, uh, photography, videography, web design, production, Fortune 500, pharmaceuticals. Um, surgery I've never legal yeah um I (laughs) I do I do like it I I don't mind it um maybe I think it's just one of those things that need to grow on me it looks very um alien language kind of territory it's too minimal in my opinion do you think it was worth the 10 million dollars they paid for it um, probably not. Uh, somebody in the chat. But, somebody uh, in the chat said ten million. I don't know if it was ten million. Um, I don't know. Their old one just seems oh, bold. Oh, well, why? It but is bold. It's also very old. Mm. It seems like a legacy. Um, font. So you think it was time for a change? Yeah, but is this the the change? Um. Well, it is. It is the change they did. <laughs> okay, it's official. Um, I think it just needs to grow on people. Then it'll be okay. I don't mind it. I like the colors, though. Is it is it a problem that the N at the front kind of looks like an A? It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you can see on the end that the A is different in styling, but if you just like glance at it, you don't know what it is. I don't know... That you immediately see Nokia. Nokia, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... So out of 10, uh, your review is? Uh, maybe a 7. Maybe a... Oh, that's higher than I thought you were going to give it. You sounded really subdued. So a 7, I think they've... Maybe a hard 7. A hard 7? Yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> What do you think? I'm a soft seven. You're a soft seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. 
did you happen to catch the Tommy Fury? Z- zero uh, Zippo. I know film. nothing other than Tommy Fury won okay. by decision. Yeah. That is all I know. And and I know that Drake lost a bet. Yeah. That was the extent. I didn't see the fight. It was a I don't think it was fight. controversial. Like most people thought that Tommy won, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. And um the judging was I feel like it's a bit off. <laughs> I feel like it was a closer fight, but you know. Boy. Hard seven, soft seven is so stupid. <laughs> Sorry, man, it's so stupid. I had to put it out there. Oh my god, dude! How dare you? Um, Drake loses a Bitcoin bet for four hundred k on Jake Paul, better known as Drake, on Sunday endured a loss. I don't think he's too worried about it. I'm just gonna guess. No. Drake posted a screenshot of his bet on the Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight on Instagram. He wagered a whopping four hundred thousand worth of Bitcoin to win by knockout for a potential payout of $1.44 million worth of Bitcoin. He's always gambling the Bitcoin. I think it gets around some sort of regulatory thing sure. that he can advertise it sure. or something. It was a close fight, but Fury emerged victorious, defeating Paul in a hard-fought eight-round battle. And it is not the first time Drake made a Bitcoin bet. He won $1.26 million worth of Bitcoin after the Kansas City Chiefs won Super Bowl. So there you go. He's still... I mean, if you just combine those two bets, he's still ahead. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin gambling. I don't know. We've had people reach out to us about it, trying to advertise it, like Bitcoin casinos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, something seems a little bit, uh, uh, well, listen, I, I'm skeptical. Let's say that about yeah. that because... I'm sure there's ways to do it and people love the crypto and maybe one day it'll all be sorted out. But you also have to think that it's only a matter of time before similar regulatory bodies come and take a look at all that, I would guess. It's a matter of time. Well, you're still gambling, right? Yeah. And one of the things YouTube has taken a hard stance on in the past has been gambling. Paid attention to when like different creators and stuff had dabbled in it. And listen... Even gambling, not I'm not talking about necessarily gambling targeting young people, but I'm talking even if it's that's not the case, mm-hmm. just gambling in general. It's a different kind of tier, mm-hmm. and I guess it's something to be careful about. But he's he's mostly posting from Stake, right? The company Stake uh-huh. isn't that the I don't know if he's a partner or like what the whole deal is, but I'm always kind of curious about it because it's like yeah you bet the 400k yes you may win a million bucks or whatever but it also gets a bunch of stories about it and then people start to look into crypto betting and then people his screenshot will often just go to his instagram and let's see if we can actually bring up the screenshot the screenshot will promote the thing which you assume he's got some benefit to promote and then all of a sudden the margins are all different you're like did he really lose because how many users signed up to the thing and he posted in highlights over here well, i don't think so well, Maybe well he deleted it well no i mean the first one was fine this showcases what i'm talking about okay. this is bitcoin so here's a separate from a ufc event that he highlighted mm-hmm. threw it in his highlights 31 weeks ago needed this win at stake and then, and stake is based in like the Caribbean or something. 
and then and then sometimes he's like in the actual Caribbean uh, using it. It's 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 dicey. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Like everybody, tell me what you think about it. Is it run of the mill stuff, or are you like how do you think? And, and by the way, it's his top link on his Instagram account, which has 132 million followers. As far as his partners, it's Steak, Official Nocta, Welcome OVO, Better World Fragrance House, and Drake Related. Those are the things he's linking in his bio. And so click on Steak. Let's see how big they've gotten. 500K followers, world's leading betting platform, official co-title partner, Alfa Romeo Steak, unavailable in the US, UK, Australia. So it's, it's unavailable in those places. Obviously, Drake is based in Canada, and it's still... You know what? Maybe I should just try it out. Oh, this is the... There's the bet. Maybe I should try steak and give you a report back and see what the hell's going on. Okay. Like, I'm not, not, I'm not trying to wager but or make a bunch or like win anything. Just, I just want to see how the whole interface works, how I'm making deposits, where I'm, which wallets I'm sending cash. Plus, I haven't goofed in crypto in ages. But yeah, mine as well. Let me go take a look at it. Somebody here says Stake is actually based in the old FTX offices. Oh, okay. Wow. That was a joke, Will. Oh, is it? No. All right, last one. Somebody says, do not. Please, no, don't do it. I'm not, hey, by the way, I'm not suggesting I'm going to promote it. I'm going to say that I'm just going to, like, look into the experience and see what's going on. Are you going to be talking about it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get around to this. I got, I got sinks that are clogged right now. Yeah. Maybe fix those first. Ah, <sighs> man. I'm not promoting it. People yelling at me over here and I... not promoting it all right last one this is the last one this is a this is a uh like very rare occurrence in fact it's so rare that after it happened it looks like the nhl posted a compilation of all the times this has ever happened in history and that video is only 15 minutes long and each one of these clips is probably a minute. So this has maybe happened 15 times total since the NHL existed. It's yeah. very rare. What you have is a goalie scoring a goal in the NHL. I don't think we're, we can show it, but. You talking about copyright? Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you doing here? Are you show, oh, you're just showing it to me. No. Oh, you're showing it. <laughs> no, basically the goalie um, scores. The goalie scores. He fires yeah, an absolute beauty. Center of the net. Now, obviously, there's circumstances here to come into play. Will had some questions about it. As he's like, "Is this? Is it, how big of a deal is this? This is a big deal. This happens extremely rarely." And if people want to search for it, it's, it's on YouTube. It's a goalie goal for Allmark. Yep. Yeah. And so, so Boston's been playing amazing, and I was just curious. Like we were talking about how risky this play is because you have 55 seconds left. Uh, 50 seconds at the time that the goalie has received the puck 52 seconds the other team has their goalie pulled why is that important well they're trying to get an extra attacker on the ice they got an extra attacker on the ice so that gives them six skaters in an attempt to tie this game up this is a frequent occurrence in hockey this is a thing that you do however you don't expect the goalie to try to fire down the ice because if he misses the net that's an icing call 
And that means the face-off comes right back down to their end, and it gives the opposing team an opportunity to reset, get, get whatever line they want on there, and have much better positioning, obviously, and p- potential to have possession and score a goal and tie the game. It's not like they had the net pulled with a two-goal lead. It's a one-goal lead, so it's a risky move. But Boston's been so successful lately, just dominant. And I think he had the green light. I think as soon as that goalie got pulled, I think they, uh, the team, the coaching staff, whatever, the, the confidence with which he approached his shot from the other end of the ice looked like he had the green light. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, you get an opening, you got one hell of a shot, you take it, you end that game. And so that's two-part. It's amazing because the goalie scored. But it's also amazing because this effectively ends the game. Game over. You win. Now it's a two-goal lead with like 40 seconds left. Yeah. Or whatever it is. That's why the guy smashes the puck out of the way because it was a close, hard-fought battle. And now, basically, that's the game. The game is over. It's not considered the game-winning goal. That would be the second goal in this case. But it is end. Finito. Yeah. And the goalie put the cherry on top. That's a beautiful thing. And you talked about the height. Of the shot? Ah, the shot itself is the perfect trajectory. So he has to clear. You can see here, the opposing team is approaching him. Once they realize what he's about to do, they're like, oh, my God. And you see, this guy's willing to risk it all. One guy raises his stick in the air. That would be a high sticking call, but it'd be worth it because it would kill the play. And he, they obviously know it's a threat. They see his confidence level, and they're like, oh, God, we better try to block this. But he hits the perfect loft. In order to clear the initial defenders, clear the one defender who's further back near his own blue line and hit it square in the middle. It's a beautiful play. And I've seen other goalie goals, and this is, I like this one. It's an incredibly rare occurrence, so shout out to Allmark. This is, I mean, this is a, like a lifetime type memory. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's he's that guy. He's and that skill. Dude. He's that dude. You know, it's just not luck. He's that dude that pulled it off. One of the one of the rarities of the game. Yeah. The goalie goal is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta love it. Thank you very much to everybody who joined uh, with us today. Thank you very much to everybody who has been extremely supportive in this uh, treacherous time that I've been living through. From air tags to clog drains. Dark days. It's been a, it's been a few. I'm going to have a success story. I'm telling you, we're going to come celebrate. I'll bring the champagne because this clog, I'm coming for you, clog. I'm coming for you. I'm, I am, I'm buying the most serious snake equipment. I'm getting certification. I'm going for it, Will. Okay. I I refuse to back down. I will not stand down in this scenario right here. And I couldn't do it without everybody's support. I don't know that I will have the confidence without everybody else's support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming at that drain with the confidence of this goalie. Mm -hmm. I'm going straight for the jugular on that one. Yeah. I'm putting square in the net, and this clog doesn't stand a chance. Well, yeah. I'm going to have our support. I'm going to make history under that sink. Yeah. <laughs> yes, really do appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for riding with us. And thanks for joining us on the live. And sorry that we were late starting today. That was Jack and Mo's fault. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll be back at the regular time tomorrow. Regular time. All right. See you guys later.